Hello and welcome to Secondhand Film Critics, your favorite source for mildly pretentious, semi-uneducated, and highly unqualified opinions on movies. I'm Kayla and I am with... Noah! Wow! We're here! Some sauce! We're here to talk about the 2020 Oscars. Yeah, the ceremony has happened. Parasite won! Parasite won! Yes! So many things and also Best Picture. You can go to our social media to watch videos of our reactions. Yeah, our reaction to Parasite winning Best Picture. Truly, truly a special moment. I mean, overall, I think the show was one of the better shows we've had in quite a few years. I would say at least a lot of the wins were. I don't know about the show, like, as a... I think it was better compared to like, especially last year's though. A lot of the presenters were pretty good for the most part. They had good presenters. I would agree with that. The opening was fun. There was just too much music. There was like 15 musical things. there's always too much music. You had Eminem coming out for no reason at all. Why was he there? I, I think because... I mean, at first, I was literally like, what in literal hell is happening right now? Why was Eminem at the, at the Oscars? But I think at least what Zach said was he thinks it was because he he didn't get to perform the year that his song was like yeah in. So I guess they just decided it would be good. But one thing that I've seen a lot of controversy for following the show was that a few and this always happens but i think this year especially that a few people were left out of the like in memoriam thing yeah yeah and the academy that. was like well we didn't have time for like everyone and it's yeah, like right. all right but i was like well why do a surprise full song performance from eminem when no one literally and, cares yeah and Martin do Scorsese something definitely does not care do something that like i don't know benefits the academy or like benefits like use that extra three minutes to include more faces in the memoriam i think more people would care right about that that's a good point let's just run through the show quick um we can kind of just go and as linear order as we can remember so it started with um the red carpet which is always the highlight uh, one of the big highlights for me. Yeah, I was watching from 5.30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I started I w- with the pre-pre-show where they have yeah. like pre-recorded interviews. And then the actual red carpet started at like 6.30, I think. And so I just watched all of that. I think one of my favorite parts of the pre-pre-show was they had like pre-recorded interviews with a couple of the nominees. And there was one with Laura Dern and it was like, this or that and they asked her if like hamburger hot dog and she was like how about a tofu dog and then they asked cynthia arrivo oh god what was it but it was some other like meat related question and she was like i'm a vegan so and i was like i feel like they should know that these celebrities are like because a lot of celebrities are vegetarian or vegan, because uh, a lot of them have nutritionists and like chefs and yeah. Well, so the red carpet I feel like was pretty uneventful, but there were a few 
There are a few. There are a few pretty great moments. Billie Eilish and her brother just randomly being interviewed was one of the better ones. I thought just naming their favorite movies. I think we should just do that for everyone on the red carpet. Yeah, and their favorite movies were things that like. I mean, she's not that much younger than us. Like, she's what seventeen? She's 18. 17, 18. She just so, turned 18. She, so she's really not that much younger, but I feel like a lot of the movies she said were like movies that, you know, yeah, are a lot she more said, recent. Um, and she was like, I, what yeah. did she say? The Duke was and like. And we need to talk about Kevin were the two she said. Yeah, which is so. And then her brother was like the social network. Which is like, so network. random. <laughs> <laughs> her brother seems like a fan of the social network, though. So Yeah, they're good yeah, he people. He seems like he. He seems like he would like I didn't know that they were performing. No, yeah, and it was a great performance, jumping ahead a little bit. I mean, I, lo- I like the Beatles. I like um, some of Billie Eilish's music. So it was a good combo. And uh, paired with the In Memoriam, I thought it was a really a really cool moment. Yeah, it was I nice. So it was low-key. What wasn't low-key was the first performance of the night, where they completely all the costumes were like movies they completely snubbed they had us which was amazing they had dolomite they had midsummer i loved it i it was, thought, it was good i mean she's incredible she's just a legend i thought that her singing and um what's the other guy that sang the elton john song oh billy porter yes i thought they actually didn't sound very good but well. i thought that the I just I I just didn't it's like I thought they they sounded off. But the but the concept was good. The whole Mr. Rogers thing was great with them going up to Tom Hanks and giving him the hat. I liked that a lot. Yeah, it was cute. One yeah. one note that I wrote down about that opening that killed me was um she was like doing the la 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 la's and like with the mic and oh, yeah. she was like trying to get Brad Pitt to do it and he was like no, 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 and then Leo went ahead and did it, and he sounded yes. awful. He was like, no, 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 that sent me. No, I love, I, I thought the opening was really fun. It's just always really awkward when they try to involve the audience, because they, the, barely the audience never wants to do anything. Yeah. They're all, like, they're all old Hollywood, like, stuck-up people. They don't want to, they don't want to sing. I would sing. All the dancers were funny. All the costumes. It definitely made me laugh. No, yeah, it was it was a good way to kick off the show. Definitely better than a few like the last few years. I thought the opening like monologue, even though there wasn't a host, with um Steve Martin and Steve Martin and Chris Rock. I thought that was really funny. I I liked all the jabs at the women director uh, snubs. Yeah, I thought I thought their jokes were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean. I don't really care about not having a host, but I would. I think that if they were hosting this Oscars, I think that would have been pretty fun. They seem like they had like the best chemistry. Well, and even jumping forward, uh, like Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig's bit that they did. Yeah, that was was also really funny, too. So I don't know. Just having more consistency within the show structure, I think would be better. I think there was a lot of funny bits. Some of the stuff was weird when, like, they'd have a presenter come out to present the presenter who would then present the award. Yeah. And it was like they were just trying to get, like, as many people on stage as they could, which is fine. But it just felt like it made the pacing a little weird. Let's get into some of the awards, though. We both made, uh, 
our final like predictions and picks uh the day of the oscars Mm -hmm. because we did record that episode but i feel like i changed a couple things just because like you know last minute uh decisions i really banked on uh once upon a time in hollywood Mm. because you always got to bank on one like to take the big awards this year it was parasite which was great but i just don't think i would have ever predicted that just because I would have that would have been I would have been too worried like it was just my bias coming in because that's what I wanted to win all the stuff yeah but I was I was trying to be reasonable but it ended up happening what I wanted to anyway like a lot of the stuff that I wanted for like best picture and best uh, director got got it yeah what's funny is when I was filling out my thing and I got so I was like doing a slash for what I wanted and filling in a circle for what I thought and when I got to best picture I accidentally filled in the circle for Parasite instead of putting the slash. And then I was like, crap, I meant to put 1917, so I, like, scribbled it out and stuff. And then I even thought, I was like, maybe that was a sign, (laughs) and it's actually going to be Parasite, and I should have kept it that way. And I almost changed it then. I almost was like, I'm just going to go with my gut. But then I was like, you know what? I want a higher score. And then I was like. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. later I was like, damn, I should have just gone with my gut. <laughs> I know. Like the the acting categories were all exactly what we thought. So there was no surprises there. Yeah. But there was like a few surprises. Like um, the first one of the night I thought was best original screenplay going to Parasite. I think that really signaled like the Parasite wave that was coming. Especially yeah. towards the end of the telecast. It was just a lot, like, by the time it got to Best Picture, like, Parasite winning was a surprise. But, like, the whole... It wasn't as much of a surprise as it would have been if it was announced first. Because I felt like the energy... Like, 1917 wasn't really getting anything. So, like, the energy around 1917 wasn't really there. You yeah. Know? So, I feel... But the energy around Parasite was, I thought, like um especially every time it won something the the cheers were so loud and it got like a standing ovation every single time yeah bong joon ho when bong joon ho won that was the highlight of the night the whole his speech that was my favorite speech well yeah when he went up for like screenplay because that one was first i was like yeah oh and then i was like stand up you cowards and then everyone like gave him the standing ovation and then when he got the directing one i was like stand up again you cowards and they all like stood up again and i was like and and then they all stood up for martin scorsese and he was crying it was great and he gave the little the thumbs up at the end (laughs) well and i was wondering too when he did that speech because he's like you know uh, he, like, called out Martin Scorsese, who's a legend, and then he, like, called out Quentin, who's also a legend, in a way, you know, not at the same level of Scorsese, yeah. but he definitely has a, like, Hollywood renown. Yeah, I think he's pretty close in my opinion. Um, yeah, and definitely. then, uh, I was like, man, I wonder if he's gonna, like, say anything to, like, John Phillips <laughs> and Sam He Mendes. gave him, like, a little and mention. And then he was like, yeah, and then I, I thought they, like... He was going to mention Sam and then not mention Todd. But I was like, he's too nice to do that. So he just kind of was like, oh, and Sam Mendes and Todd like Phillips, you guys are great too. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess he's got to do it, you know? Yeah, it definitely was like they were the afterthoughts though, um, which was funny. I think like some of the ones I got wrong, like I swapped on sound editing and sound mixing. I had 4B Ferrari for sound mixing and that went to 1917. 
and I had 1917 for sound editing, and that went to Ford v. Ferrari. So yeah, I kind of swapped I on those. I missed sound editing, but I got sound mixing. Those are some just hard to predict categories. I did do, uh, I predicted visual effects, right? Which was surprising, because yeah, I think I 1917 too. is the last thing that should have got visual effects out of those five. But that's why I picked it in the way, you know? Because I was like, you know, they're probably just going to give it to, like, the war movie. Like. I think th that there's obviously a great to, like, CGI and doing that and all that. But I think there's something to be said about, like, natural visual effects, like, in-camera effects. Yeah. And last year, I really, really, really wanted First Man to win for that yeah, because yeah. they use a lot of, like in camera effects yeah for sure um and so i'm kind of glad in a way that 1917 won because they did do a lot of you know cgi editing to the landscape and stuff mm -hmm. but they did a lot of like the explosions and the fire and the pyrotechnics all that was you know practical. real and practical effects yeah so i was kind of glad that's, like, one of the only ones that I'm, like, sure I could see 1917 Yeah, I that. just think, like, stuff like Avengers Endgame had to create, like, entire, like, entire scopes, entire set pieces. I don't know. I thought, I mean, if anything real was going to win out of that, I would have wanted the Irishman to win. Especially because, like, the Irishman won nothing, which I thought was just really sad. Like, I knew going in that it probably wouldn't win many awards, if any. But I think it's just crazy that, like, that was one of the best movies for me of last year. Now, and I think... do you think that The Irishman not winning and Marriage Story not really winning has to do with people of the Academy not wanting to vote for a Netflix movie? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just a bad... I think it's just such a stacked year. And I think The Irishman and Marriage Story are ones that are easy to kind of let slip by. Especially because they already gave Scorsese stuff for The Departed. Mm -hmm. And so he's kind of already had, like, his time, which is such a stupid thing to have. But, like, it got... The Netflix movies, they got so many nominations. And I think last year with Roma, that won a lot last year. And I think that kind of proved that they are willing to vote for Netflix movies. I think that this year was just too... There was just too much stuff, you know? Like, maybe even as something like 1917 hadn't come out this year i think that one of those two would have kind of slotted into that spot or um, do you think people were less likely to vote for martin scorsese because of the stuff he said about marvel films that's a good point i mean because he said all that within the time of the campaign trail yeah i don't because i don't know how academy voters feel about marvel movies like i know they nominated Black Panther for Best Picture. But that's really the only, like, big... Rec and that was after, like, the biggest campaign of all time, really, that Black Panther did. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if that would be the reason, because I feel like they are skeptical of Marvel movies as well. I don't know. It's an interesting conversation. Like, it's de I'm definitely going to be interested to see what happens with Netflix movies um, this year, because... There's not like as like there's no Irishman or Roma coming out as far as we know, um, that are like two big movies by like directors the the Academy already loves you know, like we have the Charlie Kaufman one but that's not really like a Academy director so I think it's, it will be interesting to see how they respond to that and if they continue to give the Netflix movies nominations yeah um, 
Because stuff like um, American Factory won Best Documentary, and that was a Netflix movie. So I think um, it is, I think it's a mix. Maybe they are a little more skeptical, but also it's just such a stacked year that it was just hard um, to have those things win because there's just so many, so much stuff. I'm glad Joker didn't win too much. So Yeah, it I only won that. like two things. Yeah, well, it won Best Score, which I still think is, it was, in my opinion, it was one of the lesser scores out of the five nominated. Yeah, I was um, happy for her, though. Yeah, I was happy for her. Like, it was one she that gave I would have liked. She gave a good speech, liked, too. I would have liked Marriage Story or something to win, but, I mean, it's better than, like, Andre, on Alexander Desplat, however you say his name, getting, like, another win, or, um, like, John Williams getting another win. Like, yeah, it's cool to see someone who get I a was win. so excited for her for her just because of that in general like the fact that she won in a year where like some of the biggest Mm. composers of like all time or people who have won a lot or done really massive movies like that's crazy yeah yeah it's like definitely like i'm really happy for her like you said because there's so the composers are all huge they're all um old white men uh which is i guess um interesting it's just it's just it's definitely a cool a cool moment uh and then of course the other win was Joaquin Phoenix uh yeah. talking about the uh incinerated cows oh god yeah what milk. did you think of his speech the first like um, minute of it i was like okay okay and the then he kept talking was good. and i was like what uh, i don't it know what's a, happening now it took a very sharp turn <sighs> the the room was pretty was 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 it was a pretty awkward feeling in the room it was just very like uh scattered i thought like it didn't really have a motive i did like at the end when he kind of paid tribute to his brother because he hasn't done that like in any of his other speeches this year and i thought that was really really sweet uh it was definitely ups and downs though like i liked the beginning and then the ending was good but there was a lot of stuff i was like what is going on um, I did write on my ballot. I said can't because I knew because he's been giving these political speeches. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things he hasn't said yet is gay rights, and so I predicted on my ballot. Can't wait to see Joaquin. Can't wait for Joaquin to say gay rights. He said and then it. He got up there and he was like queer rights, and I was like, ah, ha, 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 I win it yeah. all. It's like he I should have placed bets on that. Yeah, it's like I mean, next year, pull pull an uncut gems and bet on the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, like, three three parlay. I was like, I could have uh, bet a bunch of money on that. Um, and then compare that though, like that speech is a masterpiece compared to the Renee Zellweger speech, which just went on and on. That's how and she had, has been for every award show. She just like no idea what she was talking about. She's like, oh, my family and my mom. Every speech and... of hers has been, and like she, I, she's a sweet lady. Um, she's, but she, and she's but... already won. I don't know why her winning is just so crazy to me. I don't understand. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. There's so many, there's so many better options. You know, like even uh, Cynthia Revo, which I think Harriet is not that good of a movie. It's not. But I think. Her performance was at least just as good as Renee's and, Z- and Judy. I, I don't under- I don't it's understand. Because it's a Hollywood movie. Yeah, and it's Judy Garland, so the Hollywood likes that Judy Garland. Um, or there wasn't that many like memorable speeches. I thought, aside from 
Joaquin's and um, yeah, nothing like uh, you know Eddie Redmayne's winning speech or Olivia Coleman's winning speech. Yeah, like yeah. ones that are just so memorable. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, there wasn't. I mean, Brad Pitt has been funny all award yeah. season. Brad Brad Pitt's speech was really good. I thought that was like really it was that was really one of like the most solid speeches because like it start. Like, he has some great speechwriters, I gotta say. Yeah, like, and I like the that he... Because everything else has been super, like, goofy of him. And I like that he kind of, like, was goofy and then was, like, serious about it for a hot second. Yeah. Um, just to kind of show the respect and, and show how thankful he is. And yeah, that he's... Sure. I mean, I think it proves that he's deserving of yeah, the award. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad he got he got his time because I think it was it was well due um it's crazy that 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 in production design was the only once upon a time in hollywood wins yeah um, like i said i kind of i kind of bet on once upon a time in hollywood mostly because i figured a lot of the votes would like split between parasite in 1917 and then once upon a time in hollywood would kind of like emerge as like the the middle ground that a lot of people fell on so i kind of bet on that one i thought know? it was gonna win screenplay yeah, that was one. That was one I had. Uh, I had it winning screenplay, and screenplay was one of like the first awards they announced. I feel like it was pretty early on, and when Bong Joon Ho won, that felt like a huge shift in, like I said, in like the way, the like the the energy in the room was. Like it felt very after that, it felt very parasite focused and very un, like Once Upon a Time and uh, nineteen seventeen focused. Yeah, it's always interesting to see how that how like the winds kind of tell a narrative about how the rest of the show will go i will say one thing that i really loved was in on the red carpet antonio banderas was interviewed oh, yeah. and it was really sweet because he was great he was this is his first nomination mm. and he was like I've been living in LA and doing movies for 25 years and because the lady was like how does it feel to finally get a nomination mm. and he was like it's amazing he's like but I think what makes it all the more rewarding is that I've been doing it for so long and the movie I yeah. got a nomination for was one in my language yeah and I was like so cool. oh he was so he was, he was so, great. so sweet like you could tell that he knew that like i mean obviously they all knew they're not gonna win yeah but like yeah. i just thought it was so sweet oh but and every time they cut to him he looked like he was having such a good time yeah he's like, just such a great guy oh, wow such a great guy and uh if we never mention it again let it be known that parasite winning is one of the greatest moments of my life um <laughs> and i am just so happy that it won, especially after Green Book last year. Oh God! And Shape don't of Water. Me. I never like, saw Shape of Water. I didn't either. But like, it's especially in 2017 when Shape of Water like was nominated against stuff like Lady Bird and Get Out. It, like Get Out should have won. It's like crazy. I think Lady Bird should have won, but I just like Lady Bird. But Parasite winning is such a huge. I, I'm really interested. It's a big to surprise. See. It's and. It's one of those things that, like, it almost hints toward a shift, yeah. at least in my opinion. Like, there's obviously still going to be the people who are not into foreign films, 
not into people of color. Like, yeah. that's just how it is. Like, everyone saw that clip believe- going around on Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but, like, I think it does show that there is this idea of how important cinema is in this, for yeah. the sake of art. And I think it's hopefully the fact that it won will allow other creators to feel empowered for the stories mm. and especially original stories that they're trying to tell and yeah. hopefully can prove that the Academy can vote certain ways for the most part. Yeah. And like, yeah, like you said, hopefully it does signal a shift. Um, hopefully it's not like Moonlight where we thought that was going to signal a shift. And then the next two years were like regular <laughs> years, you know, like hopefully we don't have to wait another three years for a good movie to win. Um, but until then, Parasite's the winner. We can rest with that for out for a year and hope the next year is a little different. So we're going to go to a quick ad break now. When we come back, we can maybe discuss some of the movies coming out next year and some of the potential candidates for the Academy Awards. going to be talking about the 2021 oscars um not like in specifics but kind of like uh the next year of movies and what we think might be nominated yeah. and hopefully uh coming out of that so well nothing has come out so far that will be nominated that yeah, is true except movies... maybe some of the films that released at sundance yeah yeah none of the wide release movies i think have any shot like this has been a really bad couple like it usually is though yeah january early february yeah um i was hoping like that movie downhill would be decent but apparently that's getting terrible reviews so um i mean i'll still see it but like there's not really anything in the near near future but there are stuff like we kind of already touched on in some of our other episodes looking forward to 2020 that have some chance like there's stuff like um steven spielberg is doing west side story which is like probably it's Steven Spielberg, so it's gonna. I bet like something will that will. Well, we got the uh, Wes Anderson French Dispatch trailer today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it lived up. The trailer was great. By the looks of the trailer, I think it will definitely kind of continue with like Wes Anderson's like the production design kind of stuff. Yeah, like that stuff is always like the shoe in, especially like just the way it's designed. Um, Hollywood loves that kind of stuff. Um, and then we've got Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Tenet. Um, coming out the same month, same week, basically. Yeah, that's going to be insane. I am pumped. for That's like, I feel like they looked at July and like, how can we make Noah's week the best week of all time? And then and they... we've got two Pixar movies. So that's yeah. already two contenders for... Best animated, Best animated feature, although I do think you, it'll be Soul over Onward. I think, so. yeah. I do you think they would nominate both, or do you if they do you think if both movies are received well that they would nominate both? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I think so. Um, but like you said, I think Soul would definitely be the. one. I mean, but we can't it. count out the new SpongeBob movie oh, or man. the new Scooby Doo movie. 
Scooby-Doo, I think, will definitely... SpongeBob, it's weird, because isn't it, like, partly real? I think so. Okay, so sometimes that's a little iffy if they like to do stuff like that. Yeah, the Christopher Nolan thing, I think that will go to, like... Uh, Christopher Nolan is kind of, uh, um, like, hit or miss at the Oscars. Uh, we'll definitely get, like, the technical awards, but it's going to be interesting to see how it's received if the Academy will decide to give it, like, the director... Um, even best picture stuff like that because it's sci-fi crime thriller kind of thing it looks like which is not like the most academy type movie um but we'll see uh there might be a new paul thomas anderson movie if that mm-hmm. can get made fast enough that might be a toss-up between being next year and this year but that would definitely i think be in the running um I'm trying to think of other ones dune yeah that's a dune t- will be- tail end of the year though yeah, but I mean, we saw when 1917 um, came out, and it didn't sweep like we were predicting, but like it definitely was in the conversation. Um, yeah. That whole thing is, the whole thing, I'm just fascinated by how Dune is going to be received, though. Because like, it's such a complex idea, but they're marketing it very mainstream. So I'm wondering like if, like how they'll continue to market it and how it will be received by like the audiences. It's not like a movie like um, Ready Player One, where that's sci-fi in a sci-fi book, but that obviously has huge mainstream appeal um, and can be marketed to more mainstream audiences because of just the subject matter and the characters that are in the movie. Man, your July is my May because I've got Scoob and SpongeBob movie coming out. Oh my back gosh! To back weeks. Those are perfect May movies. Yeah. Like I feel like because like it's just warming up. You go to the movie theater with some popcorn, you know, it's a little warmer. Maybe you can wear shorts for the first time in a while. Man, I, Scoob is going to be, uh, is going to be great. One of the hot movies out of Sundance uh, was Minari, which is, uh, was picked up by A24. That might kind of take, um, the Parasite slot as like the, mate, the big foreign film, you know? Because mm-hmm. the last, the last few years we've had that, we had, uh, with Roma and then Parasite. So I feel like if that continues, maybe that can be one that uh, they kind of grab onto. Another movie, have you heard about uh, The Father? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that also premiered at Sundance. And it's uh, Olivia Coleman and Anthony Hopkins. So already oh, two okay. Oscar-loving people. And it's about Anthony Hopkins is playing a character that goes um, that has dementia. But it goes like through the beginning stages of dementia to like the end. So it's gonna. That's probably gonna be one. I can almost guarantee that's gonna get some stuff because it's like two big names, um, going through like a very heavy drama subject matter, which will probably lend to very dramatic performances. Because Olivia Coleman is um, either her caretaker or her daughter. Did you know there's a new GI Joe film coming out in 2020? Hmm. GI Joe. Were you ever like a GI Joe fan? Yeah. I was not. I never I never got into it. I don't know why. We had a lot of like G.I. Joe characters, like the little action figures. Not like yeah. the actual movies or anything. <gasps> There's a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie coming out. That might um I don't know if that's gonna get any Oscars, but I mean are they make is it live action? Like Oh my god, Clifford it for, is. It is? 
Oh my that gosh. could be absolutely terrifying. That's gonna be awful. But who knows? That might get some of like the VFX nominations, like um stuff like Lion King got a nomination for visual effects last year. So maybe that's something that could slot in there. Oh wow! You know what else is coming out? What? In December, a live action Tom and Jerry movie. Oh my gosh! No. That's crazy. That sounds so. What is up with all these awful movies coming out? I can't. I just can't with this. There's a Monopoly movie coming out. Oh my gosh. I'm the biggest Monopoly fan ever, and I don't think I'm excited for that. And a new Scrooge. Wait, wait, weren't we just predicting this? Yeah. In our Christmas episode? We were saying, like, it's probably time for a new Christmas Carol. See? It's time. <laughs> uh, One movie that was getting a lot of buzz at um sundance was zola which is a a24 movie Mm. um that one that's like the the twitter saga one about like the it's like a road trip like um movie i think kind of apparently pretty crazy got a lot of buzz um so that might be something to look out for as well as shirley um with elizabeth moss which got picked up by neon um obviously distributors of parasite and portrait of lady on fire and I've heard that one. I mean, Elizabeth Moss is incredible. And apparently she gives like a really dramatic performance. So that might be one too that gets that gets some gets some buzz. That would definitely be one of like the more uh indie or ones we would want rather than like the the nineteen seventeens or the um, the Jokers, which I mean those are harder to predict just because you never know what are the mainstream movies that the academy will latch onto. They could have very well just as easily latched onto Avengers Endgame as just as instead of the Joker, you know. Yeah. I think so like it's just there's always like the mainstream ones and it just depends which one they're going to pick to be like the the big one. Yeah, uh, you never know. There's also the new Edgar Wright movie which I mean if anything will get some uh technical awards. Yeah. Uh Depends on if they decide. To... Oh, we've got the um, Marilyn Monroe biopic mm, that's right, probably going to uh, come out. Ana de Armas. Yeah, which should be yeah. pretty good, I think. Yeah, I mean, and she'll be in the new James Bond movie, so she'll already be in the public consciousness after Knives Out, James Bond, um, and now Marilyn Monroe, which, I mean, the Oscars... Um, that's an oscar movie they love biopics they love they love old hollywood Hollywood. (laughs) we we were just talking about judy yeah i mean but that would be one that i would be willing to give it to recognize her for especially because who's directing that i don't know but it's obviously like not gonna be an exact like like um bohemian rhapsody not gonna be like a look-alike performance you know that's a netflix film huh interesting yeah and of course there will be some that we don't even know about of course yeah there's always which is always kind of the the fun yeah i'm i'm looking forward to um all like the sundance movies we look we were talking about i mean scoob is gonna be great yeah we're gonna do a whole episode on scoob yeah we we are i have it on our schedule (laughs) we're definitely doing that you can also look forward to our next episode coming out uh uh the 24th of february so a week from today um 
and that is we're going over our favorite childhood movies with the Cars cast special guests. How? We haven't had guests in a while. Um, it's um yeah, it's been Halloween. a long, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, but you can definitely we have a lot of guests planned for this coming year in the next in the in the near future. Lots a lot of, the of next guests. Episodes. Very chill conversation. They were they were they were very cool guys. I uh, I'm looking forward to you guys being able to hear that one. Yeah. You can follow us on our socials at Secondhand Film Pod on Instagram and Facebook, and at Secondhand Film on Twitter. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You Reach out it. to us on there. Follow us. <laughs> like us. Um, and you can find this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. So if you're listening now, you probably found it. So I don't know why I'm telling you. Yeah. But yeah, right, um, right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a, a rating and a review. It really helps us. Anyway, <laughs> until, until next time, I'm Kayla. And I'm Noah. And, and we're your second hand film, film critics. critics. Parasite one! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>